0: This podcast is for mature audiences 18 and over and for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your healthcare provider before pursuing any of our topics discussed. You're listening to Eat, Play, Sex with Dr. Kat. The place to get play, sex, and nutrition talk straight to your ears. Hey, lovers, and welcome to another episode of Eat, Play, Sex. I'm your sex expert, Dr. Kat. So I was hanging out with this guy the other day, and we were obviously talking about sex because that seems to be the topic that everyone wants to talk to me about, and I have no idea why. <laughs> and he confessed to me that he was really nervous when it came to touching others, And whether that was in hugs or whether it was massage or whether it was in sexual play. And now confession, this is the same struggle that I had for years where I was super aversive to touch and completely shut down and disconnected from it, which I know is bizarre, right? (laughs) I'm like the total instigator of cuddle puddles and touching people when I'm talking to them or hugging people any chance that I get. So I can see where he's coming from. And I actually think that this is a collective experience for so many of us out there who struggle with touch and not knowing how to touch in the right way, quote unquote, which is amazing, right? We convince ourselves that we don't know how to touch properly and it's getting in the way of our ability to connect and be intimate with others. Now not to leave you hanging on the conclusion of that story, I did give him a little lesson on intimate touch and he turned out to be a very good student. (laughs) Now this episode is for anyone who's been curious about how they could be a better touch lovers or ignite energetic pleasure and healing from a tantric perspective, or just looking for tips and tricks to make their long-term relationships not only last, but really thrive. I've got Mariah Freya here to give us all the organic, yummy juice of the matter. But before we get to Mariah, lovers, you are the reason that I do this show. And I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for spreading the word, for tuning in, to leaving the reviews and trying some of the suggestions that I recommend. I've been getting awesome feedback on the products that I love, that I use myself. Because my goal is to help you to eat, play, and sex better. And if you haven't already, please head to eatplaysex.com where you can subscribe to the show. You can read all about this episode and connect with me, read more about how you can uplevel your sex, love, and vitality. Mm. Now back to this gorgeous goddess in front of my screen. Hi and welcome Mariah.
1: Hi, Kat. So lovely (laughs) being here. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to jump right into the touch lover topic. Yeah. Great Me too.
0: I've been wanting to have you on my show. I've watched your videos and I follow you on Instagram and everything and and you are just the cutest person delivering these powerhouse <laughs> messages. I love watching you on screen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks so much. yeah, it's 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 been a long journey, probably similar to yours. and I, I think for anyone who who starts getting into into you know, the, the world of, of love, into the world of sex and into the world of, of finding out what we truly desire. So I can't wait.
0: Yeah, it's like we're diving into the trenches. We're doing the work that everybody's like, oh my God, I don't want to hold her her love issues or her daddy issues or all this stuff. And we're like, okay, let's get into it. Let's, let's really look at there. the stuff.
1: That we've been putting under the carpet so far. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Now, Mariah Freya is a sex coach. She's a founder of Veducated.com and the creatives of the Yoni Massage
1: online course.
0: And now, the Lingam Massage online.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It took a while to give birth to that one, but
0: to give birth to the Lingam. Sort of <laughs> sort of <laughs> oh my God, and you have this powerful global mission to change the world with conscious sex, one orgasm at a time, and and when I read that, I was like, Yes, yes, I love that because I think that we I also believe that we can change the world through mm-hmm. orgasms. And I think that we would be a happier, healthier, safer place <laughs> rather than using
1: war or bombs or other stuff. Just bring more orgasms. <laughs> exactly. Let's get them rolling in for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
0: we'll just start right here with our listeners. We'll, we'll start here, make the world peace through orgasms for you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I mean, it, it's been incredible to see um, that um, from our educated teachings, so, so we are, we offer online education for, for lovers that really look for another way, that look for, you know, beyond the usual in and out, friction, fast sex kind of, I mean, it can be great to have, but quick sex and you know, passionate sex. But yeah, um, you know, to look kind of beyond what we've been sort of experiencing, what we've been also exploring. And I mean there are some people that naturally just dive right in and and explore everything that's out there. But I think for the most part, for the most people it's 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 just through full-on struggle to really look at. And and it's it's been amazing to see that over the the past year since since we're doing educated, uh, we've um, touched over 94 countries. So we have yeah. clients from over 94 countries, um, except the Vatican that's not in there. So yeah. we have to continue <laughs> to do a bit more of that. So <laughs>
0: Working on it. They're going to listen yeah. to Eat, Play, Sex, and they'll be like, oh, educated. <laughs> I'm going to walk over there. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it right now. I see it. So that's, that's incredible. And I really wonder, you know, this concept of sexuality and what it means to be a sexual being or what sex is, you know, as I think of it, living in this Western world, you know, in uh, being born in America, I was actually born in the Midwest, in America, mm-hmm. and the concept of conventional sex looks a certain way, and then moving to California, having a completely different understanding. I mean, conventional sex was there as well, but then there's like this plethora of of sex it could be this, and it can be this, and it can be energetic, and it can be weird and kinky, and all the things. Yeah. And so, as you're talking about, you know, 90, 94 countries, mm-hmm. how do you see? sexuality how do you see it being presented is there a common theme across this or or are these different and and how do you you know what do we see as conventional
1: mm, interesting that's that's an awesome question um and and i do really think that each country and wherever we grow up in what Whatever culture we grow up, in whatever family we grow up, we get a different kind of perspective and a different kind of format of sex. Let's say it that way. Um, i mean, i've I've grown up in in Germany. Um, my family has been a, a nudist family since ever. So the whole family family would go, to the lake and just swim naked and it, it, it was something very very normal that we would do and, and it's a very normal thing in in Germany um not everyone is is <laughs> this, but like a lot of people it's it's very accepted there so um so so I've got a, a very um yeah like sort of grounding um, feeling on you know naked bodies and all that but in another country a naked body might be like totally like something that we hardly see like um, you know in the Middle East I mean this could be like really really like something very very um, provocative and you Mm. know people go to jail and um if if they would just walk around mute probably so um so it's just um so polarizing and uh what we're trying with our um education or education is um you know a way of of offering tools that doesn't really say okay this is you know this is how you make sex or this is how you make love or this is how you you know have kinky sex or, or passionate sex or quick sex or slow sex or whatever you're looking for but more a tool that brings you into the very moment uh, into the now pretty much and then mm. from there you can experience whatever sex means to you but it uses the tool of awareness of you know consciousness So so it can be used in all kinds of situations, wherever you've grown up in. And, I mean, if I if I look at sex, um, you know, what's the normal thing? I think for most people, it's very, very um, influenced by what we what we see visually, and that's usually for most people, porn. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where we visually see sex and um we don't even see our sex right because we don't unless you're into filming yourself and watching (laughs) afterwards well let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) i mean that of course fair (laughs) enough that would be very interesting to explore and and, you know actually witness like how do i move during sex how do i breathe during sex like Mm. what's um what senses am I actually aware of? Am I aware of the touch, um, you know, being touched or touching my partner? What's the, um, yeah, pretty much on the sensual level. And I mean, that comes from the senses, right? Where, Where am I at here and how much do I actually really, yeah, realize and and really feel like, how much do I acknowledge of that experience? Um, And, you know, if I'm very visual, and most people are because they they are very visual during sex because they are, you know, trained to use their visual, their sight to get turned on. Um, But what if I'm actually for a moment closing my eyes and then, you know, heightening other senses and... Mm. I mean, there's a reason why most people close their eyes during orgasm because, like, like hardly anyone can open their eyes while they're orgasm. It's really, really difficult. So, so That's I think actually It's actually my
0: favorite thing to do. I love um, I having my eyes open and, and holding the gaze with my partner when I'm orgasming, or when when he or she is, and it's just like.
1: Yeah, but th- but then you, you kind of mindfully do that, right? And yes, it's, that's, that's
0: true.
1: <laughs> so it, I'm, I'm very sure a lot of people, most people probably close their eyes because it's a natural thing of going inward. There's a moment of, you know, a glimpse of something that can lead us to our inner force and closing our eyes would definitely naturally like connect us a little bit more with that and
0: Mm, um, mm, yeah i can also imagine the orgasm you know this 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 fear this experience of fully letting go is so vulnerable so when we're looking directly into somebody's eyes it's it's it might be too intense if we're not yeah. practicing mindfulness or we haven't practiced something
1: like that before yeah. and it, it, it can freak out people actually <laughs> yeah. what you're saying i mean you know you've 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 probably tried many different things already in your life so Uh, but for people that are not even used to to look their partner you know in normal Mm -hmm. day-to-day situations in their eyes for a little bit longer than five to ten seconds it's like Mm -hmm. what the Mm -hmm. fuck is happening so what are you doing oh my god they
0: see me and all the ways i'm trying to hide
1: (laughs) yeah exactly it's like so i i think um like these are the tools that we use a lot and and they are so um applicable in any day, any any person's life and any person's uh, sex life but i mean mm. of course also in in your daily life these things have huge impact for sure
0: <laughs> yeah now your work is primarily around sacred sexuality and tantra
1: right and at the moment we have a lot of programs that are um, tied into tantra or that derive from conscious sexuality and tantra mm. for sure yeah mm. um but we we are looking also beyond that we i mean our company like how it is today is now two and a half three years old so mm-hmm. so um yeah we've we've produced a lot of programs, but we do want to also expand our view and go into other areas as well that will be super excited. Mm-hmm. Exciting. And always, of course, with the pinch of mindfulness and sort of using using that as as the red thread, so to speak.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And what is the the concept of mindfulness? How is that? Different than the conventional sex that we've been talking about, or this how is it this thread that helps us with our sexuality?
1: Mm, mm. Mm. so i I think there's the sex you know where I'm, I'm just feeling an itch in my pussy or a man feels like super horny and and you jump right into. Um, penetration because mm-hmm. you're just feeling so hard and, and, and that's alright and, and you, you just let sort of you know, your your sexual being take over and it's, it's just kind of like a um, very let's say, um, like an impulsive way a way how the animal would be, you know, reactive way almost like I'm reacting to that urge, to that sensation um Mm -hmm. (laughs) but but I'm can I can also have sex in a way where where I'm totally um you know like like and that might sound a bit unromantic like where I could even set up the space like prepare myself welcome my lover in and and even Mm -hmm. do a few practices beforehand and then, kind of going into love making, so so very much, um, almost like, uh, follow following a recipe or uh, following um, a certain way that you know helps me to to become more aware of my body, of my senses, of my desires, yeah. and also very very aware of my own consent. You know, like expressing um, that. Uh, my body is ready to be penetrated. And kind of these little mindful things of... Um, um, it ultimately has a lot to do with respect in that situation, you mm. know, of acknowledging my body and, and you know, not reacting because my partner's ready. And then I'm like, okay, let's just jump right in. But no, perhaps I need more warm-up. Perhaps I need more foreplay or you know more of um sensual touch and then then i could be ready and, and going going deeper with my partner mm,
0: yes i love that you know as you were talking about this and you said recipes and i imagined mariah's recipe cookbook for her play. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, huh? yeah,
1: I, I mean it, it, it sounds a bit like I'm, I'm not a huge fan of you know like like tricks and tips and all i mean that that can be great but ultimately you know what you need but um when 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 you're not used to mindful sex it's it's can be quite easy or or um just an, an helpful way to jump into into mindful sex with you know certain steps to follow or like a certain uh ritual that helps and Yeah, for example, Mm. eye gazing, what you said, Mm -hmm. like this is a beautiful (laughs) practice just to start or, um, you know, a conscious shower with your partner where you shower him and and rub him in with soap and really mindfully touching his body and, you know. keep going. And and he's just totally um, feeling your hands and, you know, receiving Uh your touch. So you're kind of having that very... um, conscious I'm just using it again and again um giver and receiver role as well like right now I am receiving or right now I am giving so how that's that does that feel like and you know how much can I take out of this role and and really bring in my full presence and really hold the space I mean when you say for example orgasms are so vulnerable and you know when I'm I'm making a woman orgasm, like this is just um, so important to to witness and, and give space to that woman and then in the same time make her feel safe so she can actually let go. And, you know, mm-hmm. what would that take to really make her feel safe and make her feel held and all that? So,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you brought up there's something in there that I really – The concept of being wholly in the role of a giver or a receiver, where so often we either try to take on both of those roles at the Mm -hmm. same time and we're like, oh, I'm receiving, I have to give, you know, and, and, and vice versa, or we shift into a role of receiving and, and we clamp down because it's we don't either, we don't feel that we deserve it or we, you brought up the word respect earlier. We feel that we don't have respect for our own bodies or, or deserve respect or attention from somebody else. So, so we try to, you know, avert that and give back to the other person or take a power role again. Mm -hmm. And, and that brings me to, you know, this, this idea of, especially around the body and around genitals, you know, this idea of, of shame or disconnect mm-hmm. or, you know, want, not wanting it to be able to relax or receive these you know, yummy experiences. And and why do you think that we experience that? Like, well, I don't understand how, well, I do understand, <laughs> but but mm-hmm. how has this come about that shame around genitals has, mm-hmm. is prevalent?
1: Mm, I mean, there's all kinds of reasons again, depending on the culture where we grow up, depending on the family, the environment we live in. Um, but I, I do think it's 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 definitely um, for us Westerners, it's definitely the, the Christianity and the, especially the church that um, has been doing a lot of work on on making, you know, sex, um, the hobby of the devil, ultimately. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, if, if you look at movies, um, you know, Hollywood movies, there's this series, um, Lucifer, for example, he's this fallen angel and ultimately the devil. And, like, he loves sex, you know, like, that's mm-hmm. what we see in everyday's. movies. Um, film and 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 you know he he is like the kinky one and he loves to seduce women and all that like it's all like just seductive and like dark and and black and you know and 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 I, I mean I love this thing to explore um you know also the shadow side of all of that but but I think um yeah there's there's a lot that that came from that side and um it's definitely not helping, and I I even read that in in the US they're still putting so much money um, to anti sex education and mm. to campaigns that are around anti sex or um, that are around you know really promoting that sex is not healthy, that sex is wrong, that you know. Um, <laughs> so it, this is really like millions of dollars going into campaigns like this. So. So I wonder, you know, like how that affects us subconsciously. And of course, there's also a a global awareness around that um, where, yeah, of course, women were being raped for a very long time and, you know, people could just do it. It wouldn't be an offense. It wouldn't be something um, to go to jail for. So it was simply done. And, And I think we're still feeling that pain from the past. And I mean and still it's happening all over so Mm -hmm. um it puts us in a place of like a lot of shit you know is a lot of stuff that is just very it's very provocative and i feel like whenever people start looking at it it just brings up so much and 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 that's what I also see with our clients. When they start looking at the yoni, it's like, Mm. fuck, like I have been ignoring this for a really long time. And in the beginning, Mm. it's a purification. And it's just a lot of shit is being purified. It's being purified. And, you know, you need to let go of emotional Mm -hmm. um, shame of things that, you know, maybe feeling ugly or not feeling whole or not feeling worthy, all of those things. Um so...
0: How would you say? Yeah. So we start connecting. We start feeling into our Mm genitals, and not not in relation to sex, but just in general. And all Mm -hmm. of these things come up. All these you know emotions or images or messages. Mm -hmm. And as you're describing, there's layers and layers of not only our stuff, but ancestral stuff, and cultural stuff, and all the things. How do we even wade through this? Like, how do we Start shifting our relationship with our genitals to be more positive.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, by committing to our sexual being and saying yes to wherever it is right now. Because I think that's the very first step to mm-hmm. to want change and to want to look at it um, and not even act on it yet. If you're not feeling. Feeling it yet? But but I, I feel like that commitment of saying yes and and really um, using that intention of like I need to change something needs to change. Um, why am I always in frustrating relationships? Why am I always you know um, super? um pained after sex with my lover. Why am I feeling pain during sex? Why am I always getting UTIs and stuff after having sex? So so really um questioning and, and asking questions for the things that are happening in our lives. Because so many and I, I feel that's very true for men and women, if we just kind of settle for the mediocre and we say like okay mm-hmm. That's just how it's going to be. And and I used to be like this. I totally felt like, okay, I will have sex with my partners, but it's not for me because I'm not feeling a thing, but it's for them because they need it. And I don't want to mess up the relationship. So I would make love for them. And, and you know, that's a total different scenario when I'm starting to desire sex, when I'm enjoying it, when I want it. And of course, that's a total different sex life from from the start. Um mm-hmm. so so how do I really um you know connect with my channels is is really committing and starting to open our eyes, starting to look at it, to touch it, using all senses pretty much. Like mm. you can, you know I wouldn't recommend to start with your partner. Start with yourself really. Start with um yeah, to really feel feel your lips, to perhaps even taste taste your um, semen or your lubrication, or just like really use your senses, use everything that you've got, which are your ten fingers, and um, if you have hands, that if, if, <laughs> if you have hands, yeah, if you have ten fingers, and use your feet or whatever. Then, <laughs> <laughs> However it works to to really touch your own skin and or closing your eyes and really starting to visualize and and feel feel what's below the belly button um, and if there's nothing then this is exactly where I need to be in this moment acknowledging you know that there can be also numbness and that there can be um, also you know, a wall that you might've built over the years between the upper body and the lower body. Mm -hmm. And and this is okay in that moment and then taking it from there.
0: I love that. There's this permission to allow yourself to be exactly where you are. I think Mm -hmm. so often we focus on the end result and we're like, I want to be there. I want to be having five orgasms in an hour. And, and when we Mm -hmm. do that, we can, you know, really hinder our growth potential because because mm-hmm. we're we're comparing ourselves with with a place that we're just not at. But to accept where we're at and be like, okay, here's the validation. I'm here. Uh, it
1: gives us the, permission the goal is to, to feel what's there, really. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and you know, if it's pain, if it's pleasure, if it's an emotion of sadness, an emotion of joy. Mm -hmm. And that's where where I just love the practice of yoni and linga massage and why I created also these programs. Um, Oh, my God. I want to hear about that. Yes. (laughs) First, can we go ahead? Yeah, I I, I, I just feel like it it helped me personally so much in having a frame of, first of all, what we just discussed, like receiving, right? Like that permission to receive and... Also, that permission to just give unconditionally without wanting anything back, without wanting to reach a goal or anything like that, but just, mm-hmm. you know, that full service of giving. Um, and and that's just where, where it really gets interesting. And I think which creates an amazing framework for anyone, whether single or with a couple to Start where they're at, pretty much.
0: Hmm. You know? Hmm. I love that. And then when we get into the the lingam and the yoni massage, first of all, let's explain to our to our listeners what is a yoni and a lingam, because those are some mm-hmm. words that you know we toss around a lot. And I'm like, ah, blah. blah. This is common knowledge. This sure. is what everybody <laughs> says. And people are like, huh?
1: <laughs> what are you talking no, of about? Course, of course. So. Um, the yoni and linga massage. First of all, yoni is a Sanskrit, which is um, a Sanskrit word, which is an ancient language from India, which um, means vagina, pretty much. Or um, you, you could say pussy, because that's a bit more holistic. It's the inside and outside of of the vulva and the vagina together. Mm-hmm. um and the lingam is obviously its counterpart it's the beautiful penis so and and it's another sanskrit word and um which means the wand of light and the yoni is sort of the the gateway to life or sort of an holy space you could even say mm. a temple so mm-hmm. um so it's it's a very very Hinduistic, very esoteric way of looking at the channels. But what I love about it, it's it it feels very safe. It uh, for anyone um, that feels not yet ready to use the word vagina in their daily life, you know, they can use the word yoni in their daily life, and it it feels for for them a little bit easier to you know start with that and they end up anyway with the, the word pussy because I personally love to use pussy a lot. It just feels like um it's it's very whole but the yoni is is definitely um seen here as a sacred part of the body as you know I mean it's manifesting alive it's it, yeah it's where babies are being born born so that's already should be magical enough and um And also for the lingam, um, there's that, you know, aspect of um, verticality of um, um, sort of that masculine um, symbol of of growth, of strength, but also of vulnerability as well, of softness as well. Um, You know, that, that is just a very beautiful way of looking at it. So if we talk about yoni and lingam massage, it's pretty much a Neo tantric practice that has been mostly mm, created and, and evolved in in the West um, by tantrics that studied tantra, but also then sort of um, mixed in their own um, tools of somatic work, of energetic work, of um, emotional healing of um, sexological body work and so so a lot of um of the first generation of of western tantric teachers sort of mixed in tools from the west and east and sort of um came up with this term and it's it's definitely um a, a massage that looks holistically at at the person so you you're not just jumping right to the genitals and you know Mm -hmm. start massaging there you have a whole body massage and then it includes also a massage around the genitals
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, and I've experienced yoni massages multiple times from from different practitioners, and they can be oh, really, yeah. really powerful, yeah. and very, very healing. I on my YouTube channel, I have I, I did an interview with one of my yoga. Or yoga, huh? yoni massage practitioners, and she, you know, shared with us her background and her experience of being the practitioner. My yoni massage with her was five hours long. Wow! Yeah, that's we vortex yes. so hard. <laughs> it was like <laughs> I didn't even know the time passed, and it was it was so incredible. She was was very present and pressing on the inner walls of my, of my vulva and, and finding points of tension and finding places where, um, for her, she was doing energetics with this as well. And, and, um, press in something and and messages would would arise or I would just start bawling, crying and just be like, uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: for five hours
0: straight. Like.
1: (laughs) Wow. That sounds like an intense session. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what, what I meant, you know, with, when we start to have a space where we can fully receive, we can, we start to feel like that's when we, we get the opportunity to feel fully, and you know when there's a person um, like really mindfully and with a safe and slow approach, massaging our inside vagina and yeah, like really going deeper there. It's 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 an amazing opportunity to let go of of shame, of guilt, of of pain, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's just bring stuff to the surface and it it i'm i'm pr- pretty sure for you it felt like you were so like light afterwards yeah right like like probably beaming above the ground yes yeah, <laughs> so.
0: definitely above the ground <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and and that's what i see with so many couples and also singles so you can also practice a yoni self-massage it's of course a bit different because again you jump in as the role of the giver and receiver so you're doing both mm-hmm. um, but it has also amazing effects especially when we really really slow down with the giving part so let's say for example i'm, I'm using a crystal wand to massage my my g-spot or to massage my my cervix um it can be amazing just to stay there and then staying there without doing anything as the giver role and then go into the receiver and just fully feel, Mm -hmm. feel what's, you know, there. And, um, so, so with couples, of course, this is easier and and a bit, um, yeah, more natural from the role perspective, but it's totally possible to do this all by yourself and, and, actually have similar experiences. Um, like really, really letting go of old traumas. And, and I feel Everyone at some part, okay, not everyone, but probably a lot of a lot of women especially have experienced a mild form of trauma with, you know, just some sleazy guys that came up Mm. and and said some weird words or or whatever it was, you know, a a weird dude kind of hitting on you in the subway and it felt not quite safe or something. Like Mm. these tiny things they they can already create mild trauma that is being stored in our vaginas it's kind of like a like a sponge it, it just takes on memories and mm-hmm. uh, also beautiful men- memories and mm-hmm. so we it can you know bring up joy once mm-hmm. we start to trigger one of the more beautiful memories um, is this but, the same is this the same for lingam as well mm, yeah that's a bit different but it can also bring up um deep healing for men as well for sure um because you also work with de-armoring which is a form of um, acupressure where you release tension in the body w- by pressing into one area that might be more tense or or numb so both levels are either numbness or pain and then there's pleasure. So pain can turn into numbness and then numbness can turn into pleasure or numbness turns into pain and then pain turns into pleasure. It's usually either of those. And it's it's quite interesting also for men. Um, Some men don't feel a lot um, at certain parts of their lingam and then there's other parts where they're totally oversensitive. So it's like unbalanced almost. Mm, and wow. and the lingam massage can really help to, to spread the awareness, bring more sensitivity to other parts, other regions of the lingam. And um, that's amazing because that's when also different kinds of pleasures for men are possible. And I think for, for them, it can be an amazing healing experience, especially when they're struggling with erectile dysfunctions or other forms. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. And I think for, especially in our society, men don't think about that. They don't think about the sensitivity of their, of their penis. They just like, okay, it works. It, you know, it stays hard. Yeah, I can use it. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But they don't think yeah. about their potential of sensitivity that they can build through practice, through you know this conscious touch, whether it's of themselves mm-hmm. or somebody else, and bringing in the word that you used earlier, mindfulness, and mm-hmm. how that can become expansive.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm just so in awe when I'm um, we we just created the new lingam massage course and we had this gorgeous uh, model Amadeus and he was just amazing how how he would like really go deeper and deeper into his energy body and emotional body and and really feeling more and more of himself and um, with the different techniques and with the different um, forms of, of touch and yeah it was just amazing mm. to see before and after and um, I think that's for many men such a new experience to be fully worshipped by their partner you know they don't have to give anything back and and I feel like especially for men there's also so much work that needs to be done for them to to really offer them a safe space a space where they can you know really also be their inner boy and kind of yeah, feel vulnerable and perhaps sad or perhaps there are certain emotions attached or frustration, you know, when a, when things are not working, how I want them to work or, you know, mm. or, or someone that's very um, goal-oriented and sort of not really connected with the now, you know, and they're just like mm-hmm. already <laughs> one step further or two and then <laughs> and then they just missing the whole experience and it's like and and that feels frustrating over some years for men too. and they don't even realize why, but um, they feel like isolated and not heard or, you know, kind of disconnected from their partners too. So such women that struggle and feel frustrated, but men as well. so it's it's for both. An amazing practice, um, mm. and a an, great opportunity again to commit to our sexual being and to really say yes to our body, say yes to the sensations, say yes to you know what we're feeling, what we're experiencing, and ultimately. Uh, saying yes to pleasure and also connection, of course.
0: Yeah. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Does uh, Lingam massage and yoni massage does that change people's experience of orgasm as well, or how would that change?
1: Definitely, definitely. I mean, it's it's not um, like you know a, a one-time recipe, and then you. Can have them all, Baba. but it, <laughs> you can have them all. <laughs> I, I don't think it exists in the world. Any anything? I mean, let me know if you know something. But um, I, I think it it brings an individual closer to experience different kinds of orgasms. So depending on the wall they build between their brain, the heart, and you know their genitals, um, mm-hmm. depending how many bricks they got to rip off and break through Um, and of course that can take a bit but you know with endurance and patience and commitment this is totally doable and and I believe every single woman can experience all forms of orgasms Um, forms, especially
0: what what do you mean by
1: all forms (laughs) so um, yeah from clitoral to cheese spot orgasm cervical orgasm multiple orgasm energetic orgasm uh that could be even a throat orgasm that could be um a mind orgasm when i'm just orgasming because mind my mind is so stimulated yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so i i think it's it's just um when when we start sort of ripping off you know those layers that keep us numb or that keep us disconnected from that sensation that we're feeling inside of our yonis and in our lingams. That's when we start to um, create a new nervous network. Um, you know, there are different brain um, connections being built, and there's neurological patterns being created that break old patterns. So for example, what I've noticed a lot is women are very um so it's it's very easy for most women to experience a clitoral orgasm, especially when they use a vibrator that usually happens for most women rather quick and it's easy to and achievable. Um, I hate this word around <laughs> this topic, but um this is really how it is. So, like I can really quickly get there, right? So um but, and and then my brain creates this um, neurological pattern of, okay, so an orgasm just needs to feel like this, you know, where I'm like cramping and like, it's almost there, like, it's almost there. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, uh, I'm like, on the edge, trying, I'm on the edge, I'm on the edge. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> trying you find in the exact body position. I remember there was a woman, she said, okay, I, I can only orgasm if I'm on my belly with my right hand up and then I'm doing a certain stroking moment, movement. <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's like a very limited way of how, you know, uh, how my brain associates or, or thinks. Like That's how I can achieve an orgasm. And it makes me
0: it think happens. of like how in my, in my apartment, holding my cell phone in a certain way. And I have to like tilt this way by the window and like stick one foot out and hold it, hold it, hold it, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just it's to get reception. The,
1: the, the selfie. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's, it's crazy because then the problem, I mean, it's, it's the issue is not how we get there, but the problem is we, think, okay, now this is the only way how I can experience an orgasm and this is also the only way how it can feel. And mm-hmm. That's when the issue starts because my brain thinks like, okay, so it has to feel this way. So any other sensations in my body are not an orgasm and only that is an orgasm. So, and, and that's when I'm already creating a limiting belief and, um, And I think people already experience different forms of orgasm, but they don't label it as as such Mm -hmm. as well. And they just put it down as a lower form of sensation. And the interesting thing is when I'm starting to feel that sensation and acknowledge that sensation, that's when I can actually turn the volume up of that sensation as well and make it more intense so that I'm like, oh my God, like this feels amazing. Mm. And, you know, like breathing through and all that. So mm. I love that you just said that because I get women, female clients who
0: come into my office and they're like, I i don't think I've ever experienced an orgasm. And they've been told time and time again from their friends or from other, uh, from doctors or other practitioners that, 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 oh, you would know if you had an orgasm. But I don't think that's the case. It's it's mm-hmm. almost like we have this expectation of what an orgasm is. And then we apply that to ourselves, and our body isn't doing that expectation. And so we think that we're broken. There's something wrong with us. But really, I love what you said. You know, it's it's more of a um, down. Uh, the volume is down on the sensation.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's where yoni and linga massage really can support us heaps because it's 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 a practice without a goal. So first of all, mm-hmm. nobody's pressured into or orga- having an orgasm. I don't need to have that, you know, like mm. like pressing it almost out of my body I'm birthing this orgasm. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, for some people it might work uh, but um, <laughs> I, I just realized that it for for me it's it's I I I think these practices really help us to yeah put put really um, um, a magnifier mm. is it, is that what you call it in English yes you know yes, yes. in English yes so so in you an, thank you so much <laughs> so you put a magnifier. On that sensation that you experience, which might be at this stage very very tiny, just a little bit, just a little tingling, or just that that like subtle sensation, and you and you asking your partner to go there and massage this area more, and then going deeper and deeper in, and and suddenly it might jump at you like whoa, like a memory or an emotion or. Yes, I mean it could be an emotional orgasm as well, like that release of just bawling, of crying, and you know what you shared. This is an emotional orgasm. It's something where we're letting go of something, where we're really healing. And um, I feel it's it's really up to ourselves how we how we define these things and where we also you know make a line or where we say okay maybe this is limitless maybe. It's just a white uh, canvas, and it's up to me how I create it, how I paint that canvas, and make it colorful and crazy and diverse and glittery and whatnot. So mm, yes, yeah. and and these, these practices, um, yoni and Linga massage, really really support us there in a safe and you know step by step and um, just very very honest way mm. there doesn't need to be fake anymore it yeah. doesn't need to be fake no and i wonder in these lingam
0: and yoni massages are there key points that someone would need to remember when they're doing this type of massage now i, I understand it's expansive there's so much there but what would somebody want to mm-hmm. um could apply
1: sure sure so um i always recommend to um think of maybe a uh, and warm up practice so it could be again an eye gazing practice a massage and sorry a meditation together uh, for some form of um yeah bathing together cleaning each other or perhaps some um, you know feeding each other fruits or you know just sort of um creating it playful and warming up together mm-hmm. um i don't I think what's really important is that to see lingam and yoni massage not as a foreplay for sex. I would actually recommend not to have sex before and dilutes. And so if I'm having sex directly after the massage, what happens is that the effects of the practice Will not sink in deeper on a deeper level, and I, I go straight into you know from re- just receiving two hours of super healing practice into giving my partner a blowjob or you know so so I actually don't recommend this as a foreplay. It's a practice in itself. It should be you know the main course of the menu. Um, and then, um, with, with that warmup, um, always include also a full body oil massage. So really, really supporting the receiver to let go of really feel fully relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as the giver, it's just very important to be mindful, to not have any like disturbing thoughts while you're giving because this um, emits also. Um, mm-hmm. so really like come from a loving place, see your hands as an extension of your heart and really give with love. And it's not necessarily about, you know, how good you give that massage, but yeah. really like that it feels loving and gentle and nice. Yeah, and for the receiver, person. it's yeah. again, really important to see it as a gift of, yeah, actually offering our ourselves to surrender and Showing our, our vulnerability, I think that's even a gift to the giver. You know that mm-hmm. I'm making them like I am fully in surrender and fully open, and you can see me, and I allow you to see me like this. And wow. and that's an amazing gift uh, for anyone that cannot let go. Just think of it as, hey, you are also giving by actually fully letting go. Yeah. Uh, and, and then um, the next step is, again, the oil massage. So really, really taking care of that, that it's mindful and, 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 and slow as well. And what I was also noticed sometimes is that the receiver kind of drifts off and they fall asleep. So what's good is to once in a while remind them of their breathing and that they're really tuning in and, mm. you know, really are, also inside of their body, you not know, just wandering away with their with their softness. Yes, yeah. Um, and then another, and the next step is of course um, the yoni or linga massage itself, and and that's where it's so 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 important to check in with the receiver and ask them for their consent. I've seen so many tantra teachers giving yoni massages and th- didn't ask for consent. Oh and I even I even should would would recommend to have a constant agreement if it's a professional situation, mm-hmm. um, but really giving the receiver once more the opportunity to feel into their body and really feeling like if they are ready at this time. Mm-hmm. And it would be totally okay if they weren't. Um so so that's a very important step. And then the practice itself of course it comes with heaps of different ways of how to massage the yoni how to massage the lingam but the beyond all these techniques there's really that aspect of really tuning in as the giver with the receiver so so really opening yourself up with heaps of empathy as the as the giver that you fully fully really um, perceiving what the giver uh, the receiver might at this point need and even asking them what do you need how would you like me to be touched where do you like me to touch you so empowering the receiver to navigate you through their body and Mm. and and that can be just a game changer for any couple so it's of course they're amazing techniques and i'm happy to um also give you uh, access to an ebook um you know where there's some yes. tricks uh, and and tips on that as well how to give a yoni massage oh my um, god we'll have that
0: in the show notes so everybody can go to eatplacexcom check out this episode for your free download of this amazing ebook thank you
1: yeah and um so so, that, so that's a really really um important aspect to learn like like really asking the receiver creating that communication between the two of you really navigating through this journey exploring Mm -hmm. together the body of the receiver but in consent with the receiver always making them feel safe and heard Mm -hmm. and acknowledge if you know there's something too much or too strong or too little perhaps you need to go even stronger in or even slower so it's it's really up to the receiver ultimately yeah. um so there's and so of much course,
0: mm-hmm. there's so much permission to how this can unfold and i mm-hmm. i see so much empowerment in the person who is receiving in the unfolding of of this experience
1: mm, yeah yeah because of course i can you know do a lot of techniques and do it to them but Mm -hmm. it might not be fully um, arriving at the receiver because they are not creating the pathway and it's ultimately them up to them to to open up and to really have that experience of bliss and and emotional release and healing and uh, it's you know, once they start to say yes and and really want that, um, so um, I I just love it. And 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 what I always tell couples is, um, you know, start small. Uh, start with with a massage. You know, just one person receiving the other is giving and and practice in this role and watch yourself if you have the thought of giving back, you know, of returning the favor. That's that role switch that we want to avoid. No, we just want to receive at this stage. And then, you know, you can always later on change and and the other ones receiving. But at that moment, it's really important to stay in your your role. And then from there, yeah, make it your own exploration. Um, I mean, the especially the yoni it's it's such a mysterious place so explore it together um, but also yeah. if you're single, like this is an amazing practice to just explore and you know um, as I shared really using all of the senses, using your fingers to really um, yeah travel into every part of your beautiful journey. Yeah. It's like
0: it's like this little adventure quest that you're going on with yourself or with a partner or yeah. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. You know, as you're describing all of this in you know, this experience and the d- different directions that you can go and the communication and the, you know, the permission and the empowerment, all of that what I'm hearing is, is such a reflection of relationship. You know, this concept of relationship and and these skills uh, across the board. Mm-hmm consent mm-hmm. and you know allowing and and uh, trust and re- and letting go and communicating yes. and this is another thing that you and i had talked about uh mentioning on the show was about mm-hmm. long-term relationships you know and how people in you know, these these how difficult it can be sometimes to conceptualize being in a long-term relationship. You know, we get focused on like, Oh my God, the rest of my life, which is overwhelming. And yet long-term relationships, they can work if we are conscious in them and we, and we make that decision. We make that choice to, to um, put forth effort into it, to make efforts into it. And on as we're coming to a close of the, of our episode today, are there some tips that you could give people or, or key points to remember to incorporate in a relationship to keep it strong and lasting? And of course, mm-hmm. exploring sexuality is, is a major one. And, and these lingam and yoni massages, I think is such a power, a fun and playful way that they can. And what, what else would you like to give our listeners?
1: Hmm. Um, I think it's a great transition because this practice that we just talked about, yoni and linga massages, it's it's really a framework that can help couples. And we had a a married couple that almost um, divorced and they worked through um, many years with their therapist to make it work and it almost broke. And um, even their therapist, she didn't have any hope anymore in them. And, mm. and they came to our course and they practiced the yoni massage. And it was like a really a shift for them because uh, what happened for most couples in a long-term relationship is that we're, they are not sailing the same relationship together anymore mm. on the ocean. So they're not oh. – they, they signed, kind of like got into two little boats and they sort of like – sometimes crossing paths, but they're not really communicating anymore with each other or, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not really in the same boat anymore, which is so important for that relationship to have that, Mm -hmm. like, togetherness. And um, so a framework, finding a framework that um, creates that relationship that, you know, where you're sailing together into the sunset uh, visiting little, you know, islands together, have little adventures on the mainland, <laughs> but then always coming back to your little boat. And so, so I mean, it could be a yoni and a linga massage that helps you to get there, but it could be also um, something else like um, traveling together, investing into, um, you know, happiness, not through buying a house together and paying off mortgage forever but perhaps instead you know going on a trip like going world traveling experiences are scientifically making you happier than anything that's material in the world because you know I can buy something material I might like it for a few days for a few weeks but it's and a memory is just so much more valuable and a memory is something that I'll share with my grandkids and great grandkids and mm-hmm. you know it's something so much more valuable so um, investing into this and um yeah. and then having a, a compass to you know go on to that journey and and knowing where you're going so <laughs> uh, without the like intense goal of let's say okay we both want to have the orgasms of our lives no I mean more on a bigger picture of really um, where do you want to go as a couple where do you want to be in 10 years yes. so my partner and I do uh, I, yeah ask that question a lot and we, we really look at um, being together in business as well as in our love relationship it's just so important to know where we're headed and um and then aligning that with our needs and desires is just yeah, so so valuable for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the last thing that I definitely want to share is um upgrading um your <laughs> you could say radio transmitters, so really um investing in your in your communication. I think that's the number one yes. fail for most <laughs> <laughs> relationships. Oh my god.
0: For real, though,
1: not able to speak up for what we're thinking for what we're feeling for what we're desiring for what we don't like what we like so um and um, yeah just get yourself out there read a lot about communication practice with your partner and even if it means you write down a list of things you know that's my desires and I want to share it with you. And even, you know, if you have to look at your list and you're kind of like um, very shy about it, but this, this is just really a good way to start and then take it from there.
0: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I love it. Yes, it is it, it, coming together to co-create something in a conscious mm-hmm. way where we both get, we both have a voice in it and learning how mm-hmm. to use that voice. <laughs> so we're be best perfect. represented with our words. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't say it better. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. Mariah, this was really awesome. I loved hearing about it, the conscious touch in regards to Uh, the the types of massages that are that are -hmm. possible and how it can really up level not only our sex lives but our connection within ourselves and change the relationship with around our genitals and change the relationship with with our partner and they all of this and how can people find more about you and take these courses if they want to jump in there
1: Sure. So check out betucated.com, which is like betucation inside mm-hmm. the bedroom. Yes, but we all want people to be betucated. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, um, yeah, you can find out more about the yoni and lingam massage as well. And I'd I'd be happy to to support you uh, on that journey yeah wherever you add um I think there's a, a program for anyone who wants to dive deeper into Tantra or just you know just getting started with the first steps of changing things in our lives so oh,
0: amazing. <laughs> so And I'm going to include all of this in our show notes, including that special link and uh, how you can join these courses online and including the free Yoni Massage ebook. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. (laughs) And thank you lovers again for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please head to eatplaysex.com. Subscribe to the show, connect with me and check out all of these amazing links and resources because my goal here is to help you to eat, play and sex better so you can improve your sex life, which will obviously improve every aspect of your life. (laughs) I'll see you next time on Eat Play Sex thanks for tuning in lovers don't forget to subscribe to the channel you can find out more about our guests and topics from our show by checking out eatplaysex.com until next time don't forget to nourish your sex life